Tom Bernard Show with Doug Sprinthal, L.A. Nick, co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt Bernard, Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back. Kick off hour two, Tom Bernard Show. Doug Sprinthal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is what are we doing? Pregnant pause. Mm. Well, I, honest to God, it's, it's unbelievable. Oh. It doesn't start yet. It just starts after this oh, break. Okay. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. You should talk about the commercial and glass shops that you guys have. Okay. Uh, Thank you, Nick. That's a great idea. And you know they offer rent a car, too, right there on premises. Yes, they do. So talk we'll about talk what a about... disaster L.A. Nick is. How about no, that? that's, that's good content. So <laughs> that's good content. We used to just have two uh, collision shops. We actually have one, two, three, five now. One's in Owatonna, Shakopee, Plymouth, Bloomington, and Wayzata. I'm using the out-of-state announcer pr- pronunciation of the... Wayzata? or Wayzata. Wayzata, yeah. yeah, they say Wayzata all the time. Morons. <laughs> And, and I mentioned Shakopee, right? Shakopee, yeah. Or exactly. <laughs> so you go to walls.com, you can hit the collision page. It'll take you right there. Uh, they're accredited with all um, insurance companies. They also do mobile glass and paintless dent repair. They can come right to you and do that sort of stuff. And we also have a rental car company, too. We have two of them, uh, Choice Rental, which we use a lot for people that are, have uh, long-term collision repair stuff done. And out at the airport, Sixth, which is a really kind of an unusual rental company. It's a German company named after Eric Sixth, S-I-X-T. But uh, they've got some really cool cars in inventory, and their service out there is great. I use them all the time when I have uh, people coming into town that need cars. So you can find all this cool ancillary stuff thanks to L.A. Nick. Thanks, L.A. Nick. Because otherwise I wouldn't have had anything to talk about. No. Are you going to open stores in Mankato and Cockatoo? <laughs> Mankato? Right Mankato. by the submarine base? My GPS calls all those places those names. Oh, so Cockatoo, it's yeah. All, they're all yeah. wrong. Like. I love Cockatoo. Why did they name the town Shakopee? Because it's Shakpay. Is the guy's name is Shakpay. Oh, is that right? I didn't the know chief, it was named It was the chief of the Mystic Lake tribe. Oh. Yeah. And Little Six was Little Shakpay. Maybe huh. it's because of the German immigrants. Chocopee. Ger- Germans pronounce like everything. Like they don't. Yeah. Round take- up the juice. <laughs> you mean like that? Uh, I'm insulted that that's where you went, but okay. But not surprised. <laughs> but, but not, not surprised. surprised. Uh, Walzer Automotive Group. Walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. God, that was a long commercial. It really was. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Michael Bryant just yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all he does. Yeah, 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 all night long. That's all I have to say, ladies and gentlemen. Um, from the Washington Post, the Supreme Court's war on women is also a war on workers. Oh, what war on women? Uh, the imaginary one? No, the abortion rulings have been changing. I oh, they have. Yeah. For well, many on the left, Brett Kavanaugh's nomination to the Supreme Court has been has prompted worried speculation, especially in relation to produ- reproductive health and rights. To understand what's at stake in this potential rise to the court, though, we need to look no further than the recent trends of the institution he'd be joining, 
which are in alignment with the Trump uh, administration's own priorities. The Supreme Court's recent public sector union and crisis pregnancy center decisions with uh, President Trump's appointee, Justice Neil M. Gorsuch, voting with the majority will bolster the conservative assault on women's health and economic security that has been underway for the past decade. So, assault on women's health and economic security. Didn't so that means they don't get free stuff. That's an assault on their economic security. But I have a question. What do they mean? Been underway for the past decade. Has, has, didn't the liberals run the court for many years? I think they mean I ran out of lithium and didn't get it refilled. <laughs> they just used the wrong words. You're saying I, I don't. Have there been any huge changes in in judge, judgment on women's rights not lately? Really? Not. Um, I think there was something about well, uh, I think, gender equity and pay. There was a reason. Well, they yeah. Well, there? There, there there have been less and fewer and fewer prescription drugs. Um, paid for by insurance. Yeah, they but no, that's that. not women's rights. Well, that's everyone. Might be, the, might be birth control pills. Yeah. I don't know. But see, birth control pills are so inexpensive. But I mean, birth control yeah. pills aren't, aren't, I'm sorry, it's not a medical issue. It's, yeah. not, it's your choice that you want to well, use. Well, I, I don't want to use Viagra, the condom. but that's covered by insurance. No, Never, it's not. Yes, it, no, well, it it's always not. was. No, 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 it always no, was. No, 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 no. Viagra's not covered by so insurance. So how much did you pay for it then? I don't pay for it. Oh, it's like 60 bucks a pill, isn't it? Yeah, Somebody told know. me it's like $60 a pill. I'm it still a young covered. man. Good. I'm still a young man. <laughs> I don't need that. Baby, baby moon, don't waste your time down on my knees. 100 milligram Viagra is $700. Oh, my God. You look that up. You know what's going to happen 70 to your computer? Bucks a pill. Yeah, there you go. You're you going to have nothing but spam. Just throw the thing in the trash yeah, and get a new one. You might as well okay. just start Swing over. by Micro Center at 3.30. I gotta, I gotta read this line to you because I don't know what they mean by this. Economic inequality in the United States is greater today than at any time since the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. How? That's not possibly true. Say, read that one more time. Economic inequality in the United States is greater today than at any time since the Great Depression. Well, inequality, inequality is a loaded word, though. Yeah, what do you, yeah. yeah that's true. Everyone is doing better than they were in the Great Depression. Yeah, everyone. Everyone. Well, so yeah, it's like, who cares, really? During the Great Depression, there was a lot of uneducated immigrants that yeah. were here. So, I mean, like, well, that hasn't changed. <laughs> well, no, so that hasn't edu- changed. They're educated, but I mean, yeah, I mean, and if, especially if you were poor, you didn't get the education that the more, you know. Well, it's upper the same. class kids got. Well, it's the no, same it's... now. Well, well, yeah. university isn't in education anymore, though. Yeah. Yeah. Know, like, Black population in Minneapolis has a 55% high school dropout rate right Jeez. now this year. So, yeah, but go. that's not due to economics. No, it's just, well, yeah. In a way, it is. Kind of. It's kind of more by choice. People choose to live the life. It's a culture. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, a cultural, cultural difference. Thing. That's yeah. what Betsy Hodges told me. My childhood <laughs> friend dropped out of high school when he was 16 because. I don't know. That was the culture that he fell into. I dropped out of college during high school and everything. I dropped out of everything. Well, there you go. You made I it ended up elementary school. In, in radio. So what does that tell you? You're kids? not allowed to drop out of school until you're 16. That's correct. Right. Then you can exactly. drop out. It says here, white women remain trapped in a wage gap where they are paid 82% of what their white male counterparts are paid. Balls. With black and Hispanic women being paid 65 and 58% respectively. Why is it only white men? That makes well, let's no take sense. a poll here because I know that Molina made hundred grand a year producing the show. Wouldn't yeah, that's right. I forgot. I wouldn't ask. Ca- I'm sorry. I wouldn't ask Cassie how <laughs> much okay. she makes as compared to Molina because it's almost du- it is double. Great. Well, listen, all I know is yeah, most, really. most, no, but she's got a lot more duty. Most families that I know in Minnesota right now, the the wife, the woman in the in the household is the breadwinner. She's in making a lot of places, yeah, more than the husband's making. The wage gap thing is a manipulation. Of so statistics. I don't know. It is. I don't know. Most of the families I know, the woman's making more money at her job. I really don't understand that line. I'll never understand that that line. That it, it, economic inequality in the United States is greater today than at any time since the Great Depression. That is no way that can be true. It doesn't even make sense. Well, does it talk about how they measure it? Or they just uh, say it? Well, there's there's no. so many variables. I mean, just, I mean, it, it is true. I mean, women traditionally have made less because they yeah, that's true. They a lot of times after they take maternity leave, they're 
their well their their job is isn't exactly what it was when they left and sometimes when you when you're in your childbearing years you don't get promoted yeah. because they're like oh you're gonna have kids who cares about you so much mm-hmm. it, it it does happen well yeah but they're framing it as if two a guy and a girl doing the same thing the girl gets paid less just because well, but that's not how it is Where's your transsexual? I'm sure is in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Where's your transsexual? Where do you fall in there? Yeah. What mm. then? What happened? Then? I'll have to ask the University of Minnesota. They're the experts. Yes. I, I just don't really understand where they come up with these statistics. Um, and why is it only white men? What does that have to do with Because they're cool. They should hate. definitely break all of this stuff down and give actual figures. I don't but know why we're paying attention to this person's insane ramblings. It's the Washington Post insane ramblings. Oh, they're insane. Yeah, they're insane. They Everything they write is insane. Oh, how can you say something like that? Because it's, it's true. Everything it's, well, it's they very write biased, is insane. Very Everything biased. they write is insane. Everything they write is very Only biased. Only about you. Everything they write about you is insane, Doug. <laughs> Everything they write is, is has a biased opinion to it. It's oh, not factual. It's everybody. Almost everything. The Washington Post, though, is severe. They're 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 opinionated paper. I love just this headline. I don't want to read the story, but this is a great headline. Nude man caught working out at Planet Fitness <laughs> thought it was a judgment-free zone. Uh, it's not quite the same thing. That's pretty funny. Not quite the is same thing. Is this the thing, guy though. that got arrested for DWI and got, tried to get out because he's only drinking at the stoplights? <laughs> yeah, yeah that guy was what I, I wasn't drinking and driving. I was always stopped when I was drinking. Was That's he wiping he down the equipment after he was using it? That's what I, God, hope. I hope so. Ass With crack bleach. all over the place. <laughs> oh, With bleach. Gross. Well, it what? says in the story that when the cops came in, he was in a yoga pose naked. Oh. And I'm like, and I told Dave, I'm Hopefully like, I not the downward dog. <laughs> what city you know was this was. Uh, Say what city? I think it's Massachusetts. Of course. Massachusetts. <laughs> okay, I'll find out for you right now. I'm clicking on the story. Ugh. And he's not a looker. Uh, he's not oh, really? Well, no, he's not. None of it would help. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me see. Helps this. It doesn't. Oh, here he is. Okay. Eric Stagno. Uh, Stagno. It's probably Stagno is how you pronounce it in Italian. Uh, was allegedly oh, caught working out at Planet Fitness on Sunday. He told police he thought it was a judgment-free zone. <laughs> Playsto, Playsto Police Department? Where's Playsto? Playsto, Massachusetts? Yeah. It's Playsto, it's Massachusetts. P-L-A-I-S-T-O-W. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Oh, it says, oh, he's from Massachusetts. Yeah, you're right. It's Playsto, New Hampshire. You're right. Uh, Eric Stagno, 34, Massachusetts, was arrested on Sunday at a gym in Playstone, New Hampshire, after gym goers allegedly caught him exercising in the nude. Allegedly? Oh, gross. Allegedly, yes. He looks like Charles Manson. Oh. He does. He looks like Charles Manson. It's, he looks like if Charles Manson had a quarter Arabic son. <laughs> okay. okay that's well, very oddly specific. That is oddly specific, as a matter of Doesn't fact. he, though? Yeah, well, he's like very hippie Jesus looking. Yeah. Hippie Jesus. I, like <laughs> I mean, he's got the long hair and the graying beard and all that stuff. So Flowing robes? Oh, I guess he didn't have those. No. no. Okay, picture. So they flowed right off. Picture a hippie drug addict. That's what he looks like. <laughs> that's much. exactly what he does. He looks like a hippie, uh, you know. Um, well, he could afford a gym pass. Yeah, that's right. He could afford the gym pass. Sixty bucks a month. Is this a judgment-free zone or not? That's what I'd like to know. But isn't Planet Fitness' slogan "We're judgment-free"? I have. I don't think that's what they mean by it. Well, I always see these signs of people's yard. Everyone's welcome here. So yeah. a lot of times I'm driving. I need to use the restroom. So can I go knock on the <laughs> door and say, "Hey, can I use your restroom?" You real try quick? it. Try it. See what I mean, happens. The sign says everyone's welcome. Catherine and I saw a sign, and I swear to God, it was about. 25 miles out of town, it said, Black Lives Matter. The nearest black person is about 40 <laughs> miles from here, so I'm glad that you think that. That's great. Now, I do have to bust Catherine. Oh, God. Here it goes. We were out in a boat the other day. Was she driving? Oh. She was driving. And I didn't capsize, run into anything. <laughs> she didn't. It's amazing. But she broke the shifter. So here, yeah, but I broke, broke the shifter, shifter though. And right. the radio somehow. I corroded <laughs> the wires. This is a true story. <laughs> My own. We're, you know, as you go along the boat, you wave to everybody. Hi, hi. And they wave yeah. to you and everybody waves to everybody. Yeah, we live in a very tiny lake. And Catherine is waving to this woman. Well. And she's like, hi, how are you? Hi. I said, I honey. I wasn't acting like a New York person. Like Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Honey, I got some bad hey, news for you. That woman was not waving to you. She was signing her husband because he's deaf. 
know that? How would I know? How do you know that? Because I saw her signing. She was doing all the signs and everything. You don't know sign but she, language. I just saw. I just saw the arm go she up. She didn't and do I that. She went like wave. this. She didn't go like that. She went like this. Maybe she had palsy. <laughs> no, she was signing Thank her. Thank you, husband. Andy, for trying to. Now, stick most up people, for me. couples go boating because it's relaxing and a yeah. way to spend time Tom together. Finds, you guys go out and fight. Tom <laughs> finds ammo to bring me down. Yeah, I find ammo to bring her down. That's <laughs> what he exactly does. I was at a concert one time. And it was just like a small, like, um, outdoor, I don't even remember the band. But this woman, she was sign languaging to her. Signing. Or signing, signing. yes. Sign languaging. <laughs> she was signing to her boyfriend or husband or whatever. And I was from a distance. And it was during, you know, the song was going on. I thought she was interpretive dancing. Uh, well, they have it on every at every concert now, yeah. on stage. Yeah. They do. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she was just in the crowd. But I'm like, oh, my God, there's an interpretive dancer. I love those people. And then I realized dance. she was signing. You love those people? I do. They're so fun. I hate those people. <laughs> Which people? <laughs> Interpreter dancers. You always They're like you. mimes. I hate them too. <laughs> like, like aggravating, man. I like that. That works for me. It really does. You know what's funny? What? After we were talking about the Washington Post, I went to the bias fact check site, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at the all the lists: left, left center, least bias, right, right. et cetera, et cetera. On the least biased, I've never heard of almost any of these. That's because they're online. Let me hear. Well, but I mean, like, I've heard of a lot of uh, places in the left and right bias ones, but in the least bias, I've heard of almost none they? of them because they don't get any. The, the Washington Post has almost become the National Enquirer. <clears throat> Their stories are so ridiculous. You have to just laugh at them. Yeah. Go, How do you even print this? That's true. But it's well, like you know, Euro News, Fair Observer, Federal Times, you know. Global Integrity. Yeah, I never heard of Idaho it. Statesman. Yeah, you never, Idaho Statesman. You've never heard of any of these because no but one cares. Because I watched they're that not... Japanese news station. You ever see that on, our, on NHK? Here? Yeah, that's what I watch. NHK, you watch? It's yeah. just fact. They don't have zero opinion. Nothing. I like that. They just say fact. The yeah, Japanese people really do not care about the whole like you know. No feelings over facts. They don't thing. put anybody down. They don't sway anything. It's just this is what happened today. You guys do know who owns the Washington Post now, right? Mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Oh yep. my god! Ridiculous. We is, a, what? He's, five he, years ago. I'll tell yeah. you what. He he could be a serious threat to. He's going to be a trillionaire. He, he is. He, he is he, going he, to be year, a trillionaire this year before the end of the year. Be really? Yes. He's up two hundred billion first now. Trainer. Yeah, they He's said worth. by the end of the year he'll be a trainer. That's what they're thinking. How yeah. much does he give away? Nothing. Nothing. Yet. No, he's a bad person. Well, I don't know. Well, look I don't at know him. First of all, person. he's a he creepy hasn't looking any money away yet. douche. He is a creep. Bill Gates would be worth more than him if he didn't give, give so much to charity. That's true. Well, all the great rich people throughout history gave people yeah, don't realize they all yes. gave their, no they gave their yeah. fortunes they away. I know. Mm-hmm. They gave it away. Yeah. Not these. We wouldn't have the we wouldn't have the library system if it weren't for. Philanthropy. Yeah, was it Carnegie? Carnegie mm-hmm. gave all his money to li- build all the libraries. Yeah, he but he actually got shafted at the end. He did get. He shafted. got shafted at the you end. You are right. He got shamed and shafted. Yeah, he did. That's very true. Yeah. If you believe most political commentators, it's the biggest threat to the Democratic Party today. Progressives pushing the party too far left. The debate even made it uh, to Sunday's New York Times under the headline: "Democrats brace a storm brews far to their left." By espousing issues like Medicare for All, establish, uh, Democrats argue, progressive organizations and candidates inspired by Bernie Sanders. God, what value does that man have? He's crazy. How is he, How is he ever, still alive? Did you ever see what's his name playing him? Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So <laughs> Larry David. Larry David does. Like Larry him. David yeah. doesn't like the. the it's he an exact. Have to act very much. No, he doesn't. It's you great. have to do a double take this to make sure it's not Bernie Sanders. I've just gotten opinions because I'm 74 now. He just now has opinions. <laughs> we'll take a break. Be right back in two minutes. Tom Bernard Show. It's Tom telling you how easy it's been to lose weight at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth with their weight loss plan. I'm down over 77 pounds, and I have one more round to go to shed the rest of my unwanted pounds. Find out how to have success losing weight like I did by attending the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth free informational dinner. It is on Monday, August 20th, 6 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. That extra baggage melts away really fast, and one of the best parts is it's just so easy. I am never, ever hungry. 
Nutrimost Twin Cities in Plymouth has educated me on clean eating, and I now know the foods that work for me and the weight gain trigger foods. Nutrimost Twin Cities in Plymouth will guarantee that you lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. Nutrimost Twin Cities in Plymouth has helped me change my life, and they can help you, too. Register for the Nutrimost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner on August 20th. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. If you are a homeowner, you do not want to miss this free event. We are hosting a free seller workshop where we are going to teach you how to net between thirty dollars to $60,000 more on your home sale. Plus, we are going to share our proven systems that will instantly put the control back in your corner. Guarantee yourself the results you deserve when it comes time to sell your house. Our exclusive workshop will be sold out shortly, so call now to secure your free ticket by calling 763-401-SOLD or by visiting sellerworkshop.com. This free seller workshop will be held the week of August 6th. The last workshop sold out very fast, so hurry and call Chris Lindahl Real Estate today to save your free ticket. So call now, 763-401-SOLD or visit sellerworkshop.com for times, locations, and to secure your free ticket. Okay, you know how it works. Uh, I don't promote people that aren't the real deal or don't do the right thing. This is not a bare-bones situation at all. And the best part is it's free. Did we import this song? Did you have to pay tariffs to import this song? <laughs> I wouldn't pay for this song. What, is what song is it? It's Michael Yacht. McDonald. <laughs> Yacht Rock. Forget we're not in love anymore. <laughs> I watched the first episode of the first day of MTV today. You know what the first song on MTV ever played was? The video killed the radio star. Yeah, that's true. Do you think they did that on purpose? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bernie Sanders and Larry David are third or fourth cousins. So, are they are really? you serious? Yeah. There you go. Wow. Does not, that, that does not I did surprise not me know that, man. Yeah, no. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that at all. Everything's wonderful. They, all talk, they both talk the same. <laughs> I didn't know they were amazing. related. Why don't you run for president? I think I will. <laughs> I'll help you. <laughs> They're actually cousins? Uh, third or fourth cousins, oh, yeah. third or fourth. Who's a comedian got blasted for his joke about Bernie Sanders becoming president? It's actually funny. Probably a lot of them. No sense of humor anymore. He said no. it would be the first time a black family moved out of public housing so a Jew could oh, move Oh, I didn't hear that. I mean, that's that was funny. funny. It's not ripping anybody. It's funny. Yeah, it's Don Rickles funny. <laughs> yeah, it's like Don yeah. Rickles funny. Don Rickles right. funny. <laughs> but he got hammered for telling that joke. It's like, come on. Jesus, it's clever. It's not anti-Jew or anti-black. It's just clever. So shut up. Did you see the Whoopi Goldberg thing last week? Oh, she is insane. She has literally gone insane. She really has gone insane. They're not doing anything to her, though. What, no, what did she say? So what did you say this time? Oh, she, what's her name? Judge, she, whatever. Pirro. Judy? Yeah, it was oh, on the show. Oh, yeah, that, no, uh, it was, uh, uh, Janine Pirro. Janine Pirro, yeah. yeah. And she, spit, she spit on her. Yeah, she, spit, yeah, she did not. Whoopi yeah, she spit did. on her, yeah. Spit Whoopi on spit her, on her. Yeah. I think Whoopi might be, like, going senile she, or she something. She is crazy. She is out of she her spit mind. on her on camera. No, no, off no, camera. backstage. Off camera. And nothing happened to her. She freaked out on her on, on camera, and then she spit on her out on the, off camera. I wonder if they have it on YouTube. And she wasn't mm. suspended or anything? No, nothing. But who wow. watches the view? Not me. <laughs> but who does? That is a horrible show. It's a terrible show. It's but who horrible. watches it? I have no idea. It's I have no clue who awful. It. The most bored people on the planet have to watch that show. I can't even stand. It. I hate all those shows. Even even any CNN, Fox, anyone. You get a panel and they all start arguing. Yeah, no, I no, can't no. handle that. I no. agree like I don't want to hear it. I got enough issues in my life. I don't need to hear all mm-hmm. that crap. Exactly. State Representative Jason Spencer, a Republican from Woodbine of Georgia, was featured on Sasha Baron Cohen's "Who Is America?" Sunday night, shouting racist slurs, flashing his naked buttocks, and making fun of Chinese people. Why? But he was playing a role. Why don't they point that out? Sasha Baron Cohen asked him to play the role, oh, so he yeah. said, "Okay, I will." Okay. But did you watch it? No. You got to watch it before you think that this guy's all there. I'm not saying he's all there, you but just, I, I just, think Sasha it's Baron Cohen. Five minutes long. You watch the thing and you go, "Dude, how stupid are you?" I think he, mm. Sasha Baron Cohen needs to get his limey nose out of our business. How about that? Mm. I'm coming over here from England, stirring the pot. So bitch. here's. here's <laughs> This representative <laughs> tried to pass a law in Georgia saying that, you know, making facial coverings illegal is a, like an anti burka ban. And so Sasha Baron Cohen poses as a Mossad agent, although he tells him, I was in Mossad for 13. No, I was not in there. 
and he he tells oh, him how Mossad uh, figures out if a woman is just a regular woman or a terrorist. And he says, you can, I have these photos that are taken with a selfie stick under the skirt, so you can tell. And he's showing all <laughs> these pictures. And he says, now the easiest way to do this, and he's got this heavy Israeli accent, is let's practice on this woman. Now, Chinese people always have selfie sticks and take a lot of uh, pictures, so pretend that you're a Chinese tourist oh and take a God. picture. And he's running around going, Wing Chang, Ho Chi Minh City. Oh. Extra. I mean, it's unbelievable. Whoops. Why would a Chinese person say Ho Chi Minh City? <laughs> you know, it well, <laughs> makes no sense. And sushi and uh, Kenichiwa. I mean, that it just makes no sense. And then it gets worse. And he tells, uh, it's a, Cohen tells him, you know, if you're a target of ISIS and if they try to kidnap you, you have to make a lot of commotion uh, and draw attention to yourself. Uh, there's a, a, a N word in the country that you should use, and so he says, "Pretend I am ISIS terrorist, and I'm trying." And this guy starts screaming the N word. Oh my god! And then Sasha Baron Cohen stops him and goes, "What are you crazy? The N word is noony. Not that disgusting <laughs> word." You, I mean, oh god! And then he tells him that uh, Islamists are terrified of being homosexual, and if if somebody is, is, a, is a terrorist is trying to attack him, that he should pull his pants down and try to touch him with his bare. And he does it. And he did it. Oh, this, you watch this and you go, "Where was How this? this guy Where was this elected? at?" It was on. TV on Sunday night. You can YouTube it. Like see live? Well, no, they, they 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 set the guy up. They said that they wanted to make an anti-terrorism video, and because of his you know track record as a state legislator, he was the perfect guy. So now he's taking the fall? Well, you watch it. He should take the fall. I he mean, should? The, Sasha Baron Cohen really set him up, but no normal person would no. do this. He's running around with his pants around his ankle, trying to back into Sasha Baron Cohen, screaming, America. Wow. Yeah, it's it was. It's I the watched it last thing. night. So I'm like, what is this? And he, see, he's also Sasha had a, I think was she on the Bachelorette or something? She had her had her do this video where she made up lies that she raised like six hundred some thousand dollars for starving children in Africa. And all, I mean, I don't know what's going on. Hey, yeah, Iron Lungs, you want to move that mic away from your? Uh, <laughs> we have an obscene phone caller on the line. <laughs> yeah, See, I, I talk, was, like you have an iron you lung. Yeah, <laughs> I, I watched it and I'm like, I felt so uncomfortable. I mean, it's not even funny. Oh, the Sasha Baron Cohen thing. Yeah, I did like it, the monobrow as the Israeli. Yeah, does, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, but I mean, pretty funny. I don't know what he's trying to portray. What's the point uh, of it? I don't know. I don't, his humor is lost on me. It, it used to be funny, <laughs> but now he got way too political. What with was it. that movie? That horrible. Well, oh, Borat. Borat. Yeah. See, I just didn't <laughs> yeah, get it. I don't. Like I couldn't that. watch I that. Either. That movie don't work for me. I did Not like Ali G though. I, I did, did like that bit. I thought that was funny. Booyaka Shah. That's what Booyaka Shah. And then when he did... Well, that's because everyone hates chavs. He that actually, is a chav. You ask what a chav is, that is a chav. Ali G. Ali G is a chav? Yes. Yeah, okay. That makes sense to me. Uh, when he was a country western singer singing Throw the Jew Down the Well, <laughs> and they all started singing it with him. Well, he does that have that doing? skill to get people he to does. do outrageous yeah, stuff does. just by telling them to do it. Okay. You know, I, that this goes back quite a ways because I remember after 9-11... On Saturday Night Live, they did a bit about ridiculing Muslims. Uh, and remember, remember Robert that. De Niro had, was talking about all these, <clears throat> these they, they made up a bunch of Muslim names like Hajit Madrors. Oh, yeah, I remember, remember that. that was Rob- yeah. I do remember that. If now. those guys would look back and go, you know how they like to go back, look at this James right. Gunn, I, but he shouldn't have done the pedophile and the rape and all that stuff. I'm not defending him. But I, I do notice that they never go back and look at that stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I don't think it was a problem. Hijit my drawers. Everybody in America after 9-11 was really pissed off because 20 men tried to kill as many people as they could. That was psychotic. And you're an animal doing something like that. It, it wasn't all Muslims. It was those 19 guys. And the 20th one was up here in Sherburne County, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was in jail in Sherburne County. Uh, for some reason, he, he was late for the bus or something happened. He didn't didn't show up in the deal. But you look back now, that so that was 17 years ago, coming up uh, in, a, in, a, in about a month, yeah. a little over a month. 17 years ago, and people were so angry that they went out of their way to kill as many Americans as they could. Well, I think people still are angry. And they should be angry. 
you know, I, I just don't understand the whole deal. I don't understand we're really pissed off. Then we go all the way over to the other side. Now we're not angry at all. And then we're, it's like, calm down. Be rational. I mean, there's still countries that are taught, taught at birth that hate America. There's no question about I that. I mean, America is evil. They are the devil. Like I said, I mean, in first grade, Eugene, a young black kid, is my grade, he called me white trash. Do you think I care? I, first of all, I didn't know what white trash was. And you want to go back and get a recording of him call me white trash and say, oh, that's horrible. Who cares? I mean, seriously. Yeah, but that's that's the one. There are no really racially charged names for us white guys. No, Cracker no. sucks. I mean, yeah. everybody, if somebody called me a Cracker, just start laughing. Right. It doesn't, <laughs> start doesn't laughing. hurt you at all. A hunky. It we're, just, we're in an unusual club and that there is, you can call white us trash anything. Isn't- very nice. No, white no. trash is not. But that's why nice. that's why racist has become the number one. And now it's racist. Yeah, that's right. So that's it's a, it's all racist. racist. I would like to find one person who hasn't said a derogatory thing, a really mean derogatory thing about anybody in their life. It's no, there's no such person. I think there is. Not maybe Where? not in America. Like I'm sure pretty much every Amish person could fall in well, that Mother category. Well, Mother Teresa probably didn't. Yeah, Amish and the Mennonites. Uh, but the maybe Amish people Antarctica. don't like others. You stupid kraut. <laughs> maybe anybody in Antarctica. It's just one guy. <laughs> no, you hear it all the time. I, you, you used to hear it all the time. Mm-hmm. People calling each other names, all that stuff. I, I don't know. Like I said, it's... it's they we'll still see. do it in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Philly, you can get called a name in Philly, man. In one no doubt about no. that. Uh, you know, I, what, I still, my favorite thing in Philadelphia was that cop. When Catherine and I were at, uh, right at the uh, Fitzgibbons wedding, and I was walking by, leaning up against, she was a black woman, it was a black female cop, and she's leaning up against the fence at Rittenhour Square. I said, beautiful day, officer. And she goes, yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's pretty Welcome much the attitude. It's just phenomenal. We've got Bruce. Bruce. Bruce, how are you? Great. Thank you for having me on your show. It's a pleasure. Bruce Hemming, ladies and gentlemen. Four seconds until impact the skyrocketing attacks by predators on human. Ah, God, I don't want to hear about this. Bruce, <laughs> am I going to be attacked by a predator? Well, I, I think you're safe in Minneapolis. Gotta hope you're right. Mm, yeah. Coyotes in Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah, but coyotes do. don't yeah. attack people. Deer do. That's not what he said. Deer are stupid as hell. Deer will start boxing you. <laughs> yeah, they will. They will. Can they we hear boxing. what Bruce has to say? Well, I'm just going to introduce him and let Bruce talk. Bruce Hemming is our special guest. In recent weeks, we've heard about hikers, bikers, and campers being confronted, attacked, even killed by mountain lions. Plus, there are often stories about destructive home invasion by bears, children being attacked by coyotes, See? and other brazen wild creatures wandering into civilization. What is this all about? Is it because of social media, Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Facebook got out there in the animal kingdom, and look out. <laughs> They're all angry now. What? There has been an incre- uh, increase in the numbers of these attacks. Is that true? Yes, uh, I found a really interesting stat for you. From 1909 to 1985, for 76 years, California never had a single mountain lion attack on a human. Hmm. And it's because they had heavy hunting pressure. And afterwards, in the 80s, they closed down hunting of the predators. And pretty soon, people started getting an attack. A woman was killed. When she was out jogging, and the attacks just continue on and on. The more we protect the predators, the more people are going to be attacked. Well, it's interesting. You said uh, you made the social media joke, but actually a lot of people have been killed because they go up to a wild animal trying to take a picture to put on Facebook. Oh, God. And the animal doesn't like that. Yeah. So I'm sure social media. Well, I know that's true. Yeah. And... What I found in my research, though, and all the case, I got over 500 attacks in my book. And of that 500 attacks, only one was caused from taking a picture. Really? Five, one out of the yeah, 500? Yeah, I, I was really shocked at that, too. Because, well, I just posted a, a little thing yesterday where this lady almost got attacked by a bear up in Canada trying to do exactly what you said. 
So, yes, we do have to warn people that no selfie is worth dying over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no question Did about that. Did you have the lady that got the, the mountain lion jumped on her on a bicycle? Yeah, that happened this spring. Yeah, that was a crazy story. Yeah, two nice of them your were attacked, and that again becomes... Well, I suppose if you're on a bicycle, yeah. you might look like a fleeing animal or, you know, something that... With well, wheels? It's a, it's a cat. Yeah, that you thing jumped fast. out of a tree and landed right on her back. Oh, oh God. Terrifying. That's the, Bruce, you know about that, don't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Happened out in Washington State, and they just finished the autopsy on the uh, cat, and they couldn't find any reason it was totally healthy within normal weights. They first said it was starving, and that's why it attacked them. But, mm. you know, when animals lose their fear of mankind, then we just become another prey to go out and taste. And that's what it what And unfortunately, <clears throat> oh, go ahead. I was just going to ask you, what compels all these animals to attack people? I don't. Why do they do it? That's what they do. They're, they're wild animals. They've always done that? There are uh, videos of uh, tiger trainers. People who've raised these tigers from cubs, you know, they've they've been raising them for like, you know, 15 years or however long. Um, but they can't turn their backs to the tigers or else the tigers will pounce on them because Absolutely. instinct just takes over. That's what animals do. Yep. Bruce, we'll take a very quick break. Be well, right back in just a couple of minutes. Bruce Hemming, our special guest right after this, Tom, but aren't you? Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers, come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call Roger or Eddie right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Oh, the eye of the tiger. Is that what you're going <laughs> with, Cassie? I get it. The eye of the tiger. What's the name of the group, Cassie? Survivor. Survivor. Cassie knew the name of the group. <laughs> Our very special guest, Bruce Hemming. I want to sit back and, and just... Oh, can I ask a question? Nope, you're out. Forget it. Bruce. We live really close yes, to Minneapolis, and there are coyotes now in the downtown area. I mean, they're God. like, they're everywhere, and we live sort of on this little parkway, uh, a greenway, and there's a ton of them back there, and it used to be that they were kind of timid, and they'd run off, and now, uh, this is like 10 years later, I had a male coyote growl at me and really? not run off when I was trying to scare it out of my yard. I can't even bring my dog out without a leash because I'm afraid of this coyote. Is there is there anything I can do to make it leave me alone? Shoot well, it. Well, there's only one thing. <laughs> yep, you have to lethally remove it. I can't. Once they it lose their me. fear of man, you know, it's over. Um, I got a case study in my book about this woman that was attacked by three coyotes up in Canada. Three? Yeah. And she fought them for a half an hour. Oh. And three coyotes on her. She actually had a pocket knife. She pulled it out. She was stabbing them, but she lost the knife. She ran and tried to make it to a building and didn't make it. Mm. And when rescuers oh. came, they were unarmed, of course, because they were in Canada. They tried to drive it off, and it took like four guys 
to rush the coyotes to get them away from her so they could start first aid. It's a horrific story. Yeah, and see so, when you yes, coyotes are dangerous. Yeah, when you go on the DNR websites and such, they're like, oh no, they're timid animals. They never attack. You don't have to worry about coyote. It's like I think if I've got something growling at me in my yard, I should be afraid of it. Yes, I would guess that. I think a couple running with coyotes. They they ran away. Did That's they? good. Yeah. We're talking to Bruce Hemming about his book, Four Seconds Until Impact, The Skyrocketing Attacks by Predators on Humans. So when, when did we see a huge uptick in this, Bruce? It started in the 90s. I documented this from the last 27 years. I got cases before that. Mm-hmm. But most of the cases are from the last 27 years. And like I started out, you know, California went, 76 years without an attack and it wasn't until we started overprotecting them and we've we're at the highest predator population probably in the last 150 years and that's the problem right there we're allowing too many predators and they've ran out of room and they're moving in i've got cases in the book where bears have broken to people's houses. Can no. you imagine getting up in the mo- <laughs> 3 o'clock in the morning, you think it's a burglar, and you <laughs> walk into your kitchen, and there's a 500-pound oh. black bear right in your refrigerator? That actually happens a lot in Alaska. Yeah. It's common. Really? Oh, yeah. You live in Alaska, you got to bear-proof your house. They put nails on the porch, boards of nails, so the bear walks up on your porch, they get nails in oh, there. Bears are very curious. Yeah. Don't and get in your house. Way stronger than they know. Oh, yeah, bears are very, very strong. So how how did the herd used to get culled back in the day, Bruce? What, what did humans do to make sure that these numbers didn't increase so dramatically? Well, we had <clears throat> hunting was very good, and we had hound hunting. And that's been banned in several states. And when it gets banned, of course, we see the uptick in attacks. And like we were talking earlier, the cougar attack in Washington State. Washington State closed down hound hunting, and now their cougar population is out of control. It just happens, you know. They don't have enough. They start running low on food. They're not getting any negative repercussions from humans. So they say, hmm, I wonder what them two-legged animals taste like. Really? Sounds like our public high schools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much true. Um, so what? what I'm, I'm a guy who grew up in the city. I've never been hunting in my life. What is hound hunting? Is it Like, I know I've heard of bird dogs, like, you know, with duck hunting and pheasant hunting and that stuff. But what is hound hunting? Hound hunting is when you take three to five dogs. Oh. Okay. And they, they're hounds and they track the bear or the cougar, and they howl as they're chasing them, and they chase them up a tree. And it's very good for selective hunting because these guys are such experts. They can tell if it's a male or a female. If it's female, they let them go, of course, and they just harvest the males. And it also it's very good because we're also seeing a, a big increase in dogs getting attacked. So this not only really? protects people, but it also puts the fear when they hear or smell dogs, they run. So when that gets closed down, they lose their fear of dogs, and mm-hmm. dogs start getting eaten, too. So it's it's twofold. Human and our best friend dogs are need to be protected by using hounds. When is it going to be get to the tipping point where environmentalists say, yeah, we might have a problem here? I don't know. I've never had one of them environmentalists actually admit they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So they're not uh, they're not big on admitting they're wrong. I, I, that's that's very very funny actually to tell you the truth. So we just keep insisting that uh, we need to leave everything alone and everybody. Um, have, have have other people noticed that the world has gotten to be a much more unsafe place because of animals and human beings being allowed to pretty much do whatever they wish to do? It's not a good policy, not at all. Well, and the thing I bring up, I, I got actual case studies, really good. The, the National Park Service provided me with the full autopsy reports on five grizzly bear attacks. And I detail it in the book, and it 
it's very if you got a weak stomach i wouldn't read that chapter mm-hmm. because it's so graphic and the thing people don't understand is these bears and mountain lions they don't kill they eat yeah and what that means is they rip you apart and actually are eating your flesh in front of you. Oh, And then God. you die. Yeah, they eat your life. From mm-hmm. bleeding out. I know it's very graphic, and that's why I give warnings in the book, you know, There's if a you're guy... weak stomach here, skip this part. Yeah. <laughs> One of those guys that was attacked by a grizzly bear and survived wrote a book about it, and I read that book. And oh, really? That bear chewed on his head for over half an hour, oh. while he, and he's alive, and he... The bear had his head in his hit mouth, and he was chewing on his skull. Oh, he did survive, though. God. How? He did, he, well, I know which case you're talking about. Yeah, that's a, and that's, that's a The other book. thing I found was grizzly bears really go for the head on the people they attack. Where black bears, a lot of people are still under the impression black bears don't attack, and it's total myth. These black bears, we're seeing an increase in predatory attacks on humans. That means they're attacking you to eat you. And that's really, I got to get that in everybody's head. We have have those here. Black bear, you're safe. No, you're not. We have black bears here. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Minnesota has plenty of black bears. Yes. Not not my neighborhood. They're on the increase. There was one down at King's Cove at the marina last weekend. There was? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's black bears all over Minnesota. Uh, do they? One thing I noticed, because Catherine and I go up and spend some time up in Canada and kind of like the Banff area and Lake Louise and all that. And the first thing I noticed, first time I went up there in 1984, I think it was, I we're driving along and go, what the hell is that smell? And I looked over and there were two bears in the ditch. So they Man, stink. those things stink. Like <laughs> they were alive. They weren't yeah, hit They were by alive, a yeah. They smelled bad. What, what, why do they smell so bad? Because they eat rotten flesh. Oh, well, that, that makes me feel better now. It. So I should have <laughs> driven in the ditch. Well, and and they, they roll thing. in it, too. In the yeah. book. I document where, oh, there was a case up in Canada where a bear went serial killer, a black bear, and he killed these boys that were fishing along a stream. He killed them one at a time. And what they do is they eat them a little bit, and then they cash them, which means they bury the body, and then that they let it rot. And then they come back and feed on it. That's like That's alligators. That's why they stink so bad. That's what alligators do, too. So it's just because the meat is more tender at that point? That's easier to eat? I think they have long, they have more, they can eat for longer if they save it. Oh, I see. They like it raw. Yeah, I went backpacking terrible. when I was 17 in Glacier Park. And the first night we stayed kind of at the base mm-hmm. tenting station. It was a run by a ranger, a forest service. And... In the little shack where you check in and you can buy, you know, food and stuff like that, they had for sale a copy of The Night of the Grizzlies, which took place <laughs> oh in the campground. <laughs> Two women got dragged out of a tent and killed by grizzly bears. Oh. I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm going to read this till after the backpacking trip. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably I would idea. definitely carry a can of bear spray in Glacier Park. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And Bruce, bear bells, too. Yeah. Bruce Hemming, our special guest, four seconds until uh, impact, the skyrocketing attack by predators on humans what got you started on the on the track to, to write this book bruce well i kept noticing a pattern i would see like attacks like from mountain lions and even wolves and the stories were disappearing off the web and it was really strange and i thought well i'm gonna write a book on this and i'm gonna do a bunch of FOIAs, and wow, I got a whole chapter on how the government jerked me around and refused to send me material, outright said no, ignored me. It's very interesting chapter of how they fought me for the information. And the other thing I found out which really blew my mind was up in Canada, in one year, they had 476 incidences with black bear, but I couldn't find how many attacks came out of that 400 because they had, you know, breaking into houses and breaking into barns and killing livestock. But there was also attacks in there and they wouldn't give me the information. And the same in America, it was 
That chapter will just blow your Bad mind. Bad press for tourism. Well, if, if you, yeah. I, uh, somebody was telling me about a deer attack, and I at least I googled. You'd be Google when deers attack, or deer attacks man. There's dozens of videos of deer beating yep. the crap out of people. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. like hitting them like a kangaroo, like yeah. They get up them, on man. their hind yeah. legs and they yeah hit them with their front hoofs. Yeah, in the fall and mating season, I you have to watch near, for them. I wouldn't go near any wild animal of any size. They're all dangerous. I would imagine that's probably true. I just, uh, I, I think, you know, Bruce, I think I'm going to stay in the city. I grew up in the city. I might just stay in the city. Had the possibility. Never leave. Again, the book is available everywhere. Four seconds it'll impact the skyrocketing attacks by predators on humans. Bruce Hemming, H-E-M-M-I-N-G. Bruce, thank you very much for your time today, sir. Well, thank you very much for having me on your show. It's our pleasure. Bruce Hemming, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's fascinating because I had no idea that that stuff was all going on. No, everybody hides, well, what, everybody hides that stuff. Yeah. I think a couple years ago uh, they kind of uh, limited how many deer you could hunt. So they started having an overpopulation of deer. Then you weren't allowed to shoot coyotes and wolves because they were considered protected. protected right? So what happened I was shoot a wolf is a lot. Anyway, but, yeah. So they were getting their population was growing. So it was driving the deer south from northern Minnesota, and then the coyotes followed. Mm-hmm. So that's why the last probably three four years we've had such an influx in coyotes in the city. So I mean I see them everywhere. I remember, everywhere. I remember not not that long, maybe ten years ago, I was walking down Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood at about two o'clock in the morning, and there was a coyote walking right at me down the sidewalk, and I could tell that he was looking what? past me. Yep. And I turned around, and there was two coyotes behind me. Oh. And 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 if you if you go on Google right now and and just Google coyote. Rat and there's lots of coyotes. They go they go on sunset to find snakes, rattlesnakes. If you Google coyote fighting rattlesnake, Hollywood Boulevard, Sunset Boulevard, any one of those streets, multiple videos will pop up. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's... So they're in the cities, mm. and they're here. They're, they're they're here in Minneapolis too. Oh, we have yeah. once in a while see one in our yard. Yeah. Yeah, we got a oh, ton yeah. of them because no, we have. A ton we of live them. by the zoo. <laughs> I and see we one have, daily. We have. So much deer around our house. I see them all the time, at least one a day. And then we also have turkeys. Oh, wait, I got a whole family living but in my what's front yard. odd is this whole summer, I have hardly seen any squirrels or rabbits. We have rabbits, but no squirrels. Not even one. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, are the coyotes them. driving the rabbits away? Oh, I have rabbits. I have no squirrels, though. Yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't even <laughs> seen a rabbit. I'm like, oh, boy. So all my cats are indoor cats. I don't want them going mm. outside. No. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, my cat's out there all day. Killing squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's what it's doing all day. It's your cat. cat that's killing all the squirrels. That's really nice. So Catherine and L.A. have to leave now because, you know, why put in a full I've day? I've got to go to Hopkins Health and Wellness Center see? and see what's going on with this stupid shoulder finally. Good. It's I'm not getting better on its own. I'm glad you're taking care of that. Me too. We will be back in about five minutes. Hour three. Tom Bernard Show.